0: Welcome to the second season of Alternative Parenting Podcast, where we learn how to guide our kids to find their own path while supporting them in cultivating traits that will empower them to live a life of fulfillment, meaning, and satisfaction. I'm your host, Efrat Amira. Hello, everyone. I'm happy to be here for the first episode. Today, I will be talking about why connection is our best resource in parenting. Decades ago, before we started living in this modern world, where we are disconnected from nature and isolated in our own core family, without a supportive community, parenting came naturally. We were more attuned to our instincts on how to parent. Children followed their parents and community norms. Research shows that children's essential needs were being met. Today we lost connection with our primary instinct to parent, and many of us seek outside of ourselves for answers on how to parent. What is right or wrong? What is the parent's role in a child's life? What are tools parents can use in order to get a child to follow their lead? The way I see it is that there is no one right way to parent. There is no one set of rules that you will follow and everything will just fall into place. And there are no magic tools that will help you in any parenting struggle. But there is one principle that you can always follow when you are facing a challenge. That principle is, connection is the priority. I want to talk about the most foundational truth and the most basic thing to understand about parenting. Yet in many parenting books or guides, you won't find a word about it. And that simple truth is that connection with our children is the first and foremost thing to work on as parents, and there are two reasons for this. First, having a good connection and strong relationship with our children benefits them in every aspect you can think of. Second, connection gives us the power to impact our children and have influence over their lives. That means that at the end of the day, parenting becomes easier. The connection I'm talking about is creating a secure attachment. And what that means is that we create a relationship with our children that gives them a deep sense of security in themselves, in relationships, and in the world in general. This is the foundation to building a successful, joyful, and fulfilling life. The lessons that our children learn in the home are the ones that they will carry with them all of their lifetime. If they have secure and safe relationships in their home, then they will know how to form good relationships as they grow, while also knowing themselves and setting healthy boundaries in those relationships. If we help them cope with stress, they will become resilient as they face harder and harder challenges, first with our support and later on their own. If we help them integrate their life stories that help them understand who they are, They will be in peace with themselves and be comfortable with planning their future. If we teach them open and honest communication, that is what they will bring to the world. If we show them that they can overcome challenges and they can adjust to changes as they come their way, first by guiding them, they will become more flexible and adaptable as they grow up. If we show them empathy, they will grow to be empathic humans to themselves and others. Lastly, if we help them understand their inner world, they will learn to listen to it as their guide to fulfillment, on the path of becoming who they truly are. The second best thing that creating this strong bond offers us is the power to parent. As Gabor Mate and Gordon Neufeld explain in their book Hold On To Your Kids, attachment is a natural force of attraction, pulling two bodies closer to each other. In human relationship, it is the instinct of both parent and child to be closer to each other and seek proximity. In other words, nature is on our side with parenting. Children naturally want to be close to us, they want to follow us, and they are seeking our guidance. So when the relationship is strong and safe, it will be more easy to parent and lead our children according to our values and beliefs. This sounds too good to be true, right? I know, but it works. Pursuing this path in parenting will help you create a family life you long for with no need to yell, threat, punish, shame or any other controlling technique. Any struggle you have in your parenting can be solved with connection. When there is trust, there is safety. When there is safety, transformation occurs on its own. So what is needed in order to create a secure attachment with our children? Daniel Siegel and Tina Payne Bryson in their phenomenal book, The Power of Showing Up, Talk about the four S's of secure attachment. The first S is safety. The safety they are referring to is emotional and relational as well as physical. While physical safety refers to the most basic things we need in order to feel safe, which is a roof over our head, food to eat, clothes to wear, and just basic protection, emotional safety is knowing that all feelings and emotions are safe and accepted. And relational safety means that our important relationships are stable and safe. The basic concept of keeping our children safe comes pretty instinctually to most of us. We want to protect our children from harm. But we are also talking about another aspect of safety here. We want to keep our children safe from becoming the source of threat ourselves. You have to understand. For young children and even older ones, the disruption of a connection with a parent or primary caregiver can be perceived as life or death. Children are dependent on their caregivers to take care of their most essential needs. So if there is a rupture in the relationship, that is a very threatening situation for the child. There are the obvious ways that parents become a threat, which are different types of abuse that unfortunately are more common than believed. But we also become a threat when we disconnect and become unattuned to our children. We yell, we threat, we humiliate, shame. And that leaves a child feeling unsafe. These instances happen to any parent. And there is absolutely zero judgment here. But knowing this can help be a reminder that our most important job as parents is to learn to deal with our own emotional baggage. And when we do mess up, and we will, repairing the relationship as soon as we can is essential to restore the safety of the child. We want to send our children the message that we are always there for them. They can count on us in any situation. When they are afraid or in danger, they can always come to us and we will protect them and keep them safe. And one last note about this. I am not talking about perfect parenting. We are not aiming for perfection, but rather we want to have an authentic relationship with our children. And this imperfection is what will teach them what real relationships are all about. The second S is Seen. Making our kids feel seen means attuning to what is happening for them, getting them, making them feel felt, understanding their inner world. Focusing less on the outside behavior, but trying to understand what is going on for them underneath the surface. Seeing our children for who they really are and not through our lens of fears, desires, or comparison to others. Seeing them means coming from a place of curiosity and remembering that every behavior is a reflection of the child's inner state. When we interpret our children's behavior through a lens of any kind, rather than just being present with them, We can shame them without even knowing them. We disconnect, and that makes a child feel unloved or unworthy of connection. This keeps our children from really showing us who they are. Kids that feel seen learn to see and understand themselves. We want our children to look back at their childhood with a sense that they were accepted and loved for who they really were. Can you imagine how powerful that is? So our job is first to become mindful of our perceptions and assumptions. And second, stay curious about what need lies underneath the behavior we see on the surface to understand our children better and make them feel seen. The third S is soothe. We expect so much from our children when it comes to self-regulation. I often hear parents tell their kids to calm down, when even for us adults, it's sometimes hard to calm ourselves down. If we really want our children to be able to calm down, we need to teach them how to by first modeling self-regulation and then helping them regulate. When humans are born, we have an underdeveloped brain and nervous system. Babies simply can't self-soothe. The ability to self-soothe develops over time and with practice, and our children need us to help them soothe well up to their teen years and even after that. When humans are born, the part of their nervous system and brain that is in charge of self-soothing is just not accessible. Young people perceive the world mostly through their senses, so they feel emotions very strongly and are not able to make sense of them or understand them. These strong sensations can get very overwhelming and our job as parents is to help them regulate by a process called co-regulation. Co-regulation basically means that we let our kids borrow our calm until they learn to calm down by themselves. It is a long process, but it is essential for the development of an integrated brain and a healthy nervous system. Children that learn to self-soothe will benefit from sound decision-making and planning, regulation of emotions and the body, flexibility and adaptability, empathy, self-understanding and morality. In our world, many people live in a dysregulated state and in constant stress, and this leads to many mental and physical illnesses. Let's create a different future for our children and for ourselves. The message we want to send our children here is that when they feel overwhelmed with emotions, we are here to help them cope and ride the waves of their emotions until they can do it by themselves. The last S is secure. If we provide safety make our children feel seen and soothe them when needed, they will develop a lens through which they will interpret the world. And that lens is that the world is safe. Relationships are safe. My inner world is important and I am worthy of being seen. I can ride the waves of my emotions and get back to calm and groundedness. This process leads to true maturation, independence and resilience. And that is what will support them in dealing with everything life will bring their way. So, to sum this up, in order to establish a secure attachment type of connection with our children, our work as parents is primarily our inner work. If we become mindful of ourselves, our triggers, our perceptions, our beliefs, our fears, we are able to parent better. We heal our inner child and change patterns that were harmful in our childhood and even maybe many generations before that. I like to think about parenting as a practice, and just like practicing yoga, running or playing a piano, you get better at it as long as you persist. And there are days when you are not able to run the 10 miles you normally do, or do the headstand you've been working on in yoga. But then the next day you wake up and practice again. That is how it is in parenting. Not every day will be a good day or a day of progress, and some days you will mess up, But then comes another day and you try again. In the next episodes, we are really starting to work. My intention is to give you the tools and understanding that will support you in creating a strong and resilient relationship with your kids and establish a home that is a safe haven. Stay tuned for the next episodes, where I will give you strategies to support your children in feeling safe, seen, soothed and secure. So bye for now, and I'll talk to you soon. I hope you enjoyed this episode and was inspired to make small shifts in your parenting that will support your kids to bring forth their full potential while living a life of ease and well-being. To support the show, please make sure to subscribe and rate the show. Leaving a comment can be very helpful in promoting the show on the podcast platform. If you think that this can benefit other parents, please share this podcast with them. I invite you also to follow my Instagram account, Alternative Parenting Coach, and join my private Facebook group, Alternative Parenting, where I would love to hear your thoughts about the episode, what you learned, what inspired you, or what you didn't agree with. Your feedback is extremely valuable to me, as we are all in this process together, living, learning, and evolving. Thank you again, and I'll talk to you soon.